Hello and welcome to A Journey of Clarity, a personal exploration of getting in tune with yourself and in tune with others with your host, Dr. Nathaniel Postia. This is a journey of emotional and spiritual awareness, of discovery what life truly means, and a clear shift from an ego-driven world to a meaning-driven world. I believe we can become more in tune with our thoughts, our emotions, and our spirituality. And as we do that, we will make better decisions, have deeper connections, more fulfillment, and even more joy. This is a bit of clarity. Well, hello. Christmas is upon us once again. A few more days and we'll celebrate the birth of Jesus. And I'm sure you will be with your loved ones. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, probably by, uh, by a barbecue or by the beach or who knows, in the church. If you are in the Northern Hemisphere or snuggled up around the fireplace um, with a Christmas tree or maybe in a ski resort or maybe with a family, well, enjoy it. Uh, in the meantime, we still have one more lesson to give you uh, before Christmas and then one more before New Year's. And that's pretty much it, it for 2021. We've come a long way. We are in episode 51. Now, most of the wonderful things that we do in life, we cannot do by ourselves. We need other people to help us. We need relationships and we need teams. And in one way or another, you are part of some team. How well do you behave as part of a team? Do you see yourself competing with the other team members? Do you see yourself better than them? Do you see yourself worse than them? Are you nervous? Are you afraid to be part of a team? Um, how well do you manage the teams that maybe you are leading? Teamwork is vital for us to progress in life, to do something worthwhile, because we can't do everything on our own. So we need other people. So today, at episode 51, we are focusing on teamwork. And uh, you know, we have show notes for you to download and uh, you know read with us. They are at eq.org.au, also in the links wherever you are watching or listening to this um, podcast. So teamwork means the cooperation of people using their individual skills and providing constructive feedback despite any personal conflict between individuals. So it's a way of sharing who you are in a team environment and just being yourself and also being... Um, honest and transparent and uh, you know giving and receiving const constructive feedback even though there may be some personal tensions or personal conflicts between some of the individuals you go beyond that to to make the team work this happens when a group of people work together cohesively so you can't have a team you know there is no i in in the word team you can't work as a team if you don't work together. You have to pull in the same direction. You have to go towards the same goal. you got to uh, play in the same direction if you're playing sports and, uh, you know, tackling in the right sense as well. So the team has to work together cohesively towards a common goal. You know, they want to score, they want to win the game or they want to get these sales or they want to finish off this project. Creating a positive working atmosphere, so eliminating any toxicity, but uh, creating a, a culture, a 
you know, positive culture and supporting each other to combine individual strengths to enhance team performance. So we look at each person on the team's strength to see what they can, can contribute, what they are best at, and how that can contribute to the uh, efficiency of the whole team. Teams have more talent and experience. So obviously, when more people with talents and experiences come together, combined, they have a lot more than an individual can have. They have more diversity in resources. They can bring a lot more to the table and a lot of uh, diverse views and differing scenarios and experiences and greater operating flexibility than individual performance. People can stretch themselves, can do other bits and pieces that others can't. This means that the team can do greater things together. The important difference between effective team and ineffective ones lies in the emotional intelligence of the group. So if you want to know what makes a team better than the others, it's their mindset, it's their emotional intelligence, it's how they perform together, how they work together to make the team work. This is comprised of the emotional intelligence of individual members plus a collective competency of the group. So yes, everyone brings their own personal emotional intelligence to the table, to the team. So there is that component, individual uh, emotional intelligence. But there is also a group's intelligence as well, emotional intelligence, where there's a group dynamic where that is formed by everybody's EQ, and then the group form its own, uh, forms its own EQ as well, based on the contribution of everybody. So if, if everyone wants to be positive and going in the same direction, they will create an EQ of that group that is very positive, that is ready to tackle on, that they have the resilience, they have the grit, and uh, the desire to see the goal finished or achieved. So there is EQ at the individual level, and there is EQ at the team level. Essential conditions of effective teams. I've listed here three essential conditions when you want to have an effective team. Number one, trust among members. Trust is very, very important if you're going to have a team working together. Trust is being built by courageously bringing feelings out into the open and dialoguing about how they affect the team's work. So it's being honest with yourself and being honest with the team and saying, look, this isn't working, guys. Uh, you know, when, when somebody says this, this is affecting everybody. So let's Let's uh, rally up. Let's not say things like this. Let's encourage one another. Let's build each other up. Building relationships strengthens the team's ability to face challenges. So in the team, we're not just playing together or we're not just working together, but we are building relationships. Because when you build relationships with the other members of the team, there is this element of trust that is being built as well. For this, the group must feel safe to be able to explore, embrace, and ultimately to rely on emotions in work. So when, when the team members feel that they can say what's going on, when they have the ability to cross bridges, when they have the ability to communicate, when they are able to explore possibilities together, brainstorm, ask questions, grow together, then and also bring emotions to the table as well, then the element of trust in the relationship is being built up and that team becomes stronger. Number two, so number one, trust among members, very important. Number two, a sense of group identity. A feeling among members that they belong to a unique and worthwhile group. So yes, we have our own individual identities, 
but this particular group has its own identity. That's why you see footy players or soccer players kissing the badge, because they identify with that badge, they identify with the club, they identify with the history of the club, they identify maybe with the fans. They identify, and that is a group identity of that, uh, you know, that particular people. So it's important to get that identity right as well in the team so they realize this team has its own identity because people will do everything to hold on to that identity, to make sure that they belong to that identity. Number three, a sense of group efficacy. A sense of group efficacy is the belief that the team can perform well and that group members are more effective working together than apart. You know, when we have this group fit and everybody's uh, on top of their game, this group can be the best out there. So what we want to do is we realize that we can't rely on two players, that we can't rely just on, you know, two or three skillful players. We need everybody to be at their up best. And uh, that is when our group is more efficient or our team is more efficient. So that sense and that understanding is very, very important. So these three conditions essential for effective teams, trust among members, you know, uh, we, we had a soccer final recently and uh, one of the players said to us, let's trust each other with the ball. In a sense, let's, let's trust each other to pass the ball. Sometimes you're looking for that better player to pass to him because you know he's going to do a better job than somebody else. But he said, let's trust each other with the ball. Let's trust each other that we can back each other up. And I thought that was beautiful. So trust among members a sense of group identity, we're in this together, let's make it work, win or lose, we are together, and a sense of group efficacy. If we push together in the right direction, we will get the result, you know, let's make it. So these three essential conditions are very, very important for effective teams. Seven simple ways of working together better in your team. So here I'm giving you some tips um, how you can best do your part as part of the team, or maybe lead your team to do the very best. And uh, these are not very philosophical, but they are very practical, and you will love some of these. You can take these for yourself, but you can also encourage others to, to take them for themselves, and maybe even pass them on to your team or to your group or those people who you lead. Number one, seven simple ways of working together better in your team. Number one, if you see a problem, it's your problem. So um, let's say you're walking past the situation and you see that a tool is out of place or somebody left, uh, I don't know, some rubbish on the floor. Well, if you see a problem and you can sort it, you solve that problem. Don't wait for somebody else. Don't pass it on to somebody else. You know, if you know that you can solve that problem, fix it, sort it. Number two, any form of, at of attempting to be right right is unhelpful. Let me say that again. Any form of attempting to be right is unhelpful. When you want to prove your, po your point in a team saying, guys, I told you this, this is what I said, you didn't listen to me, now you suffer. Basically, it doesn't really matter that you're right or wrong. It matters that everybody suffers. We're all part of this, let's move together. So, you know, uh, a lot of the time we think, oh, but I was right, or no, I, I pulled my weight and you didn't, and you left. As part of the team, it's all, all or nothing, you know. We all suffered. Remember when we were punished as kids because somebody did something stupid? Well, it was all or nothing. So just don't prove to me that you're right and somebody else is wrong. You're in this together, 
make sure that everybody is lifted higher. Number three, give up as best you can all judgment. Stop judging your team members. Stop judging, oh, he's not doing it, or he said this, or this is that. It creates this tension, you know. Stop judging people. It's so easy to judge and say and compare yourself with other team members and always live in that dimension. As much as you can, give up all judgment. Number four, take charge of your emotions. Don't get overworked uh, in your emotions when you are with your team. In a sense, stay calm, be part of the work, be part of the team and help everybody regulate themselves as well. Number five, blame no one, not even yourself. It's so easy to put the blame and say to somebody, well, you didn't do enough or you didn't push hard or you let us down, you let the whole team down. Well, that person has, you know, nowhere to go. Basically, this is his team, this is his identity. If, yes, he, if he puts his hand up and say, look, guys, I should have done a lot better next time I put, you know, more effort into it, that's fine. But don't just throw blames on other people and don't blame yourself. I mean, do apologize if you stuff up, but don't start always blaming yourself. Oh, it was my fault, guys. It was my fault. You did really well. When in effect, you know that is not the truth. Uh, number six, trust others with what is really on your mind. So do speak your mind and trust other people and let others also say what's on their mind because that's when relationships are built. That's when the strong bonds are built. And a bit of tension now may be worth the, the bond that is being made. So you can do challenge greater, greater, you know, challenges later down the track or have deeper and more meaningful discussions down the track. So have the freedom to say what needs to be said in a trusting relationship. And number seven, help is always available. Just know that people are there to help you and you yourself offer help to other people as well. So people know that on the team, uh, all members are there to help each other. So teams are very, very important and how we deal with them um, is also very important. So I'm just going to recap those seven simple ways of working together better in your team. Number one, if you see a problem, it's your problem. Number two, any form of attempting to be right is unhelpful. Number three, give up as best you can all judgment. Number four, take charge of your emotions. Number five, blame no one, not even yourself. Number six, trust others with what is really on your mind. And number seven, help is always available. Now an opportunity for you to apply some of these in your, in your teams. Which of the seven simple ways stands out for you as something to apply next time you're in a team and why? So out of these seven simple ways that I've listed above, think of one which you can apply next time you're in a team and ask yourself, why can I apply this? Why is this needed? Maybe you need to take charge of your emotions. Why? Because when I'm on a team, you know, I get overworked in my emotions and, uh, you know, maybe um, I feel that I'm not doing enough or, you know, I'm letting the team down. I'm always sad. Or maybe I'm overexcited and people are, are wondering what's with me, you know because the reality is not, there's not that much excitement around. There's a lot of work to be done and not that much excitement. So just look at those seven simple ways of working together better in your team. Identify one of them which you would like to apply next time you're in a team and why you would like to do that. And as you do that, you will understand teamwork a lot better. 
So just remember that you are part of a team. You are part of many teams, in fact, and doing your part in that team is vital to you and to everybody else on the team. Now, this is a short uh, chapter in a sense, or a short teaching, because I know you're rushing around and buying a lot of goodies and gifts for your children. So um, make sure that you spend time with your loved ones. Make sure that you reflect on this beautiful season that God sent Jesus Christ, Christ into the world to save us and to give us eternal life. And I just pray that you have a wonderful time with your family as you celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. And we look forward to seeing you next week, just before the new year. And then we wrap 2021 up. Bless you and your families and Merry Christmas wherever you are. I'm Dr. Nathaniel Costilla and I thank you so much for joining me on this journey of clarity through emotional and spiritual awareness. If you feel blessed by this presentation, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share it wherever you're enjoying it. And until next time, this was a bit of clarity.